Luke's angry. <laughs> you win. You win ten points for that start. That was pretty funny. Hi, everyone out there in the real world that is slowly falling apart. We are here at Uncensored Radio for UCR Live for another week. Just you know, trying to make sense of it all, putting one foot in front of the other, and we're going. We're going, and we're here. As a, a famous person once said, "Look, I'm here," and that's the general, that's the general vibe of the show tonight. We're here, we're ready. I'm here. So, I'm here. Jeffrey is here. How are you, Jeffrey? Oh my god, I don't want to be here. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> oh, I'm tired. Stop stealing my lines, Jeff. I've worked here. I've worked too many hours in a very short time frame um we lost power in one store it had to do with the power box it was just changed by the power company but somehow it was our fault whatever fuck right whatever yeah and then like the mesh router system i got mm, no no so no it was messing with my uh you know smart light bulbs and they're in the bathroom. <laughs> so, you know, you're so there's like, like the light yeah, flickering on and off. Yeah, I don't want to say the name because, you know, it'll start turning shit on and off in the house. But, you know, so-and-so, uh, yeah. turn the light on. Turn the light off in the john, you know. And, and it just wasn't working to be like, light's not responding. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, what? This the light bulb's not very smart. <laughs> so what does daddy do? Go buy a whole new mesh router system. And now, guess what? All the light bulbs work and they turn off and on by voice command. Uh, which I don't know Amazing. if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Because not only do they turn on and off, but they change color. And the kids are constantly changing the color. And I'm like, stop turning it red. <laughs> you make, you make it daddy psychotic. Like a prostitute ring. Right, right. <laughs> so are your squirrel friends gone now, Jeff? Are they long gone? I cannot confirm or deny. Oh, no. <laughs> Are they on milk cartons? <laughs> I have no. I, I want to ask about is the house the, the hamster or whatever it is. The guinea pig. Oh, the is pet rat alive? thing? Yeah, that yeah. fucking thing's over there. It, they, oh, they right. had, we're hearing like I, I, so I've like cleaned the uh, keen. I've cleaned Keep the cage, cage twice, and then finally the last time I was like, all right, no, 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 I'm done. This is yours. It's on you. You have to do it the whole thing yourself this time. And they did. <sighs> Responsibility. They, they feed the damn thing every morning. They take care of it. And, I mean, they do. They sweep it out. Like, they, they go through the cage every day, you know, but they wow. did a full changeover. And, I mean, I'm kind of obsessed about it. I kind of do it, like, every couple of days because I can't. Um, the Deal. thing shits a lot, yeah. <laughs> um, but you Every know, they, a good plan. Yeah, they go in and sweep up after. You know what I mean? Because yeah, it does. I know. Yeah, so they they shit. And, and, and the thing is, is like Tyler. It's it's kind of skittish, you know. It's young, but the damn thing loves Tyler. Tyler puts his hand in there, goes right up to him. I'm like, oh, crazy, oh look at this crazy. companion animal. That's yeah. Cute. 
Yeah, yeah. He really, he really, really, really wants a cat, though. And I'm like, (laughs) the cat will eat the guinea pig. Here's, I don't care. But (laughs) if the cat scratches the furniture, I'm oh, that's the a dad, problem. Right. I'm going to be the dad that gets rid of my kid's support animal. Yeah. You just and need to I, get at those little things on its claws. We talked about I this. I don't care what people say. Like, you see, you know, people go to the, the, you know, you have all the animal groups on Facebook and people go like, you know, I feel horrible, but, you know, this is not working out for our family and we need to rehome our animal. And people attack them. Yes. Or, That's why you don't you know, tell people. People that are, uh, well, yeah, but where else are you supposed to go to rehome them, right? It's a rehoming group, and people are attacking them <laughs> for rehoming them. Or people they at the accidentally SPCA left the back door are, re- are attacking them, and it's like you work for the SPCA or the group, and you're re- attacking people. Okay, so then you wonder why people just go and drop animals off in a fucking field. Because you assholes are up on your high horse attacking them for trying to find the animals a new home because it didn't work out. Because the one dog was being aggressive towards their child. And it just didn't work out. So they're trying to find the animal a new home. And instead, I I mean, the audacity of fucking people just blows my mind. I can't. It just drives me nuts. We will will talk more about the audacity of people later today. uh, I fucking hate people. <laughs> How's our audacious, audacious Luke today? He's here. Oh, audacious You're living Luke. a pastel dream. You're living, like it's I, a pastel. Uh, don't even get me going. Look, I threw on um, some <laughs> tinted moisturizer real quick before I come on, so now it's just made me look like I'm in a coma. A yes, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> um, except I'm not. I don't have the energy of a crackhead. Um, I've just got a lot on it tonight. I've got to go and do like three-hour dress rehearsal at um, a theatre. Uh, this is my daughter's dancing group that now I'm a part of because, yay. But, so you that's, love that, it, Rich. You, you love it. No, I'm so tired. This is my my day off and I'm the busiest I've been ever. I've got to just do lots. Yeah, I'm dancing in the concert as well. I don't know it. why. Loves it. I want to see it. I want to see it happen. I want to see it. I want to see There will be footage. There'll be footage. See, he loves it. Loves it. Look at us. Look at look at the panel branching out into different areas of the arts. Probably very easy. Very reluctantly. (laughs) Very reluctantly. But yeah, here is the most important. I'm here. here. (laughs) Another person who's here is resident heterosexual Tim. How are you? (laughs) Where's your tinted moisturizer, Tim? Still, still straight, still straight, <laughs> and, and married, and now oh, I'm married. Yeah. Oh, well, you're oh, that doesn't yeah, mean yeah. shit. Yeah, uh, my uncle, who was homosexual, had a beard, as they say. So, uh, yeah, who knows? There's plenty of time. Plenty of time. Um, little by little, every Thursday night, right? I slowly. But um, <laughs> oh my god! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, um, in in contradiction to uh, Luke's hectic life, uh, mine since the wedding is now starting to wind down. Um, so uh, I I'm stuck at home doing like I can only rake so many leaves in the front yard, and before I start to go nuts, so uh, <laughs> it's just uh, you, like you, trying you to find you busy to start work. Yourself, you need to start yourself on like um, 
Well, remember everyone used to build a den or a games room where the dads used to like, I'm going to build a games room. I'm going to build a den. <laughs> well, the, 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 my, the my studio, if you will now, <laughs> yeah. My, uh, yeah. my studio or ex-dialysis room uh, could use a makeover. But uh, most of us <laughs> oh, knock down a wall and make the kitchen bigger. So I just wait for my oh, orders now. That's, that's it. Renovation so, rescue at your house. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah, we just have to wait for a family member to die to get the uh, inheritance. <laughs> So. Get that funding. Oh, 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 oh. Get that funding. I hear. Well, it's not going to be you now that you're not on dialysis yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was uninsurable anyway, so my death is only a burden, just like my life. Yeah, there's nobody else. there. Oh. Yeah. Nobody there. So. We need someone. We need someone with You mean I've got to pay for the casket and then write in the compact? Tim, you, know, you are closing. in perfect company on this panel. We've all been a burden in life. Every last one, yeah. even Vera. I know she I wants to say, "No, I'm not. I'm a nurse." But she is. I thought that was quite <laughs> to be honest. I thought that's what... mother. I'm sure Vera's a burden. Burden. <laughs> yeah, I thought that's why Chrissy asked me because I thought. So, yeah. you're her bird. Now you're our bird. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> we like it. We like it. We enjoy it. We like we welcome our own I, here I would on just the like panel. To take a moment to point out, I too am heterosexual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> heterosexual male. You're our token. No, I was going to say our token woman. I was going to say token woman today. Oh yeah, where are all the women? They're all they've all they're flopped. All they're all out. Everyone's just yeah. Everyone's flopping out. How are you, V? What's going I'm on? I'm good. I had a great week. Went to New York with my niece, and this weekend my nephew's home from law school, so I got to hug and kiss him a little bit today. And I'm now I'm here with you guys. Oh, look. Yay. She loves the male energy. She's surrounded. Here is a hag from way back. Look at her. She knows what's going on. <laughs> oh, gee. She was the I hag. Know. Real hag. <laughs> Real hag wives. <laughs> Real hag wives of Auburn. That's, that's Vera's show. I've been in the airline so long they used to call me a fag hag. <laughs> you can't say it anymore. Apparently it's offensive now. Oh, please. Whatever, whatever. Tell you what's not offensive, Tim's favorite part of the show. Here we go, Ooh. ladies and gentlemen, this week's. Anytime now. Hot load of Anytime hot now. topics. There'll be much more of Katrina A. Johnson to be seen quite soon. Um, possibly, you know. I can reveal something. <laughs> it sounds, well, it sounds really bad. It sounds like she's got an OnlyFans. <laughs> no, I can reveal. Um, we will be obviously giving a lot more information. I can't say exactly um, what's going on story-wise and stuff in her, the project, but Katrina is going to be in an upcoming film called Black Creek, and that's about all I can say. She's wrapped her filming already, so uh, the film's still shooting right now. I think it's got another week still of um, stuff. Uh, that's a lot of fight scenes and stuff like that, but Katrina's already wrapped and back to her life. Is I would love to see. Is she down in your corner of the world for that? I would... no. no, she's in Tucson, Arizona. Oh. I would love to see Katrina in a fight scene. She's in, <laughs> oh no, wait, 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 I can't <laughs> say, I can't say. 
<laughs> more to come. More to come. But yeah, could you imagine that? Come. those boobs? Those boobs are weapons, but I don't know if they yeah. get the And look, <laughs> everyone can go and see blackcreekmovie.com. Um, you can go to the website and see what's going on there. I think uh, Cynthia Rothrock updates it with some production stuff. So we might put a, uh, might put a little, might do a little post after the show. Maybe give you a little, maybe. maybe a little sneak peek of what's maybe. to come, what's to come, what's to come. Mm. So um, we do have some breaking news, and it's not going to mean anything to like who died. A good <laughs> uh, breaking news as of about thirteen minutes ago: Australian singer and actor Johnny Ruffo has passed oh. away. Oh, um, for fuck's he, sake! He was thirty-five <laughs> years old. Stop it! Died no, up. he's a good he, kid. He, he died was... after a yeah, died after a very long, hard-fought battle with brain cancer. Oh, um, wrote a book. Yeah, about so that it. kid, um, so he was on X Factor. I don't. Did he yeah. win or was he like? No, he was, he was one of the runners up on the X Factor. Runner up, but then he became like a soap star. Like he was having his career <laughs> was really <laughs> going up, and then he was then really unwell and was Was it going up as loud as your fucking mic? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. He projects from the diaphragm. He's in the theater now. <laughs> He's in the theater. He's dancing with his his, his diaphragm. But yeah, as Luke was saying, he he was his career was going really well. He had a music career. Was on Australia's biggest soap opera, um, Home and Away, and then yeah, brain cancer and dead at thirty five. So, jeez, Louise. Yeah. Wow. R.I.P. Buddy, like, and he was a lovely guy too. Like all the all the interviews he did, like he was never like I have, but like he was always like, oh, I'm doing this, so you know, it might not benefit me, but it'll benefit someone else who has these symptoms and rah rah rah. So, R.I.P. Buddy, it, he was a yeah a nice guy from everything that I've heard, and I had a very brief interaction with him, but it seemed like a very a very lovely guy. But we're going to talk another death that's like all what the <laughs> fuck. What the fuck? What is it with death in this what? show? Sport. <laughs> what? I don't understand. Like, oh, I'll be yeah. This is, this is crazy. Talking. That's Adam Johnson from the Pittsburgh Penguins. I was going to yeah. say. Formerly of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Pittsburgh Penguins. The NHL. Oh. What the fuck is the NHL? Sorry. As the hetero on the, the show. Yeah. This Go, is, Tim. Uh, take been, the lead. Take the lead on this one. Yeah, no, I've been I've been deep diving on this. As a matter of fact, um, I was uh, in a pretty heavy conversation about it with um, my father-in-law at our my. He takes me to the, my doctors in the city um, every month, and um, we were talking about it for a while in the car. It was really, really sad and really um, kind of uh, possibly groundbreaking for the NHL and some of their protection and safety rules. Yeah. But uh, anyway, he was playing a, a, in a league in England at the time. And a uh, another um, high-profile player who's kind of been in trouble throughout his career for being um, overly aggressive to the point of being dangerous uh, cut his throat with his hockey skate, and, um, and he, he was taken off the ice. ice. And yeah, and he was Whoa. taken to the hospital, and he ended up dying yeah. uh, in the hospital from it. Um, All these but, people uh, now, saw this happen. Were they related yeah, to Jeffrey? <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, really, really crazy. You know, now the yeah, NHL is talking a lot about equipment changes and things like that to try to protect the players. And there's some, some pushback on that right now. But, uh, I don't know. Uh, I yeah, it really terrifies me. The footage, the footage was on the internet for like days. Yeah. Before. Yeah. You could, yeah. I, had to, I had to Google it for, um, 
like I said, for my, my father-in-law the other day, because he hadn't seen the, the, the actual contact of, you know, the, what cut him. Right. And, um, yeah. it was, it's, it was uh, it is, it's, it's pretty, it's, guy's leg flipped up, but it didn't even look like the guy was being aggressive at that point though. So I, I, to me, to, yes, I don't know. To, to me, I mean, I played ice hockey from the time that I was two years old until well, I was in college. And then I played in some men's leagues throughout the years. And, um, the, what I saw was dirty. Uh, I'm not saying he was looking to cut the guy's throat. You know, uh, I mean, that part was actually, you know, obviously an accident. But um, I saw it didn't didn't look like he was being aggressive, but I only watched. I him. mean, <sighs> to use your yeah. feet in any sort of way is kind of, yeah. you know, frowned upon. Well, they, because they, of they have blades on them. Like, they yeah, blades. Yeah. Well, blades are pretty freaking sharp that that was safety ice skating has always terrified me because i just remember going for school and they're like fall but put your hands like this so they don't cut off your fingers like oh my god Uh, yeah ice hockey like ice skating ice hockey's always terrified me and that's like that's some like fucking final destination shit like in in the uh, 60s uh, a goalie went down to save the puck and was kind of crouching down on the ice and a couple guys just kind of were you know, checking back and forth and rolled into him and they cut his throat so bad that it like literally opened up on the ice and he like didn't know what to do. And the trainers all jumped off the bench and like were stuffing his neck full of towels. It wasn't quite that gruesome the other day, but I've seen some really nasty uh, cuts and, and, and yeah. uh, injuries. It's, it gets brutal. Well, it's brutal. There's a guy like, like that big a deal compared to all the pads they were than the plastic neck guard. Yeah. It's not even plastic actually. The the one that um the one that we had to wear playing junior hockey um it's literally just like like a sock stuffed in another sock like that's the type of material it is and it like fits around your neck like um one of those like false turtlenecks you know you just pull it down over your head and then it tucks under your shirt and uh, it's really just like a microfiber like right. shell that fits around your throat I mean the, the skate can't cut through it enough to get to your neck which is obviously the idea um. But uh, the first player wore one in the game the other day. T.J. Oshie of the Washington Capitals wore one. And he was like, aside from wearing it the first time out on the ice, he's like, I didn't even know I had it on. So they're trying to – they're just re- – they're recommending it now, but they're going to talk about whether or not they'll make it mandatory moving forward. Because it's only been a couple of years now that they they forced the players to wear visors to protect their eyes. You used to, you used to not even have to wear a helmet when you played. So, you know, slowly but surely they're getting more covered like up and protected. It. I don't like it. It makes me feel funny. <laughs> it makes me feel funny. I don't like it. Uh, it makes me sad. I'm like, oh. just, the, it's very sad. Just, just the other day, one of the players had his teeth knocked out with a high stick. And before oh. he came off the ice, he was on his hands and his knees picking up his teeth. And then skated off the ice to give him oh. to the trainer. Oh, that's rude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's rude. That's rude. <laughs> finish the game. Oh, he finished the game now. That's so. rude. We had um we have we had hockey related I should I'm gonna tell this story. We had a hockey related <laughs> incident at school. We um we were inside our um auditorium because it was raining outside and the teacher's like, oh, we'll just play hockey. So we had the sticks and we had balls and one of my friends like she gets a bit like competitive and this guy went to hit the ball but it missed and hit her in the face. And oh. Snapped. Had a big tooth, a quarter of the way off. 
And she's like, <laughs> and then I had to come to school the next day looking like she was deal, 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 deal. She's got lovely front teeth now, though. Hi, Steph. <laughs> love you boo if you watch this it's like i'm sorry i'm sorry but i had to i just remember here like seeing it happen and her going like this well she's got no teeth all of her teeth are gone what all of her teeth <laughs> it was only like a fraction of one of the front teeth yeah like, oh. i think if you play any contact sport that involves weapons as well then you <laughs> uh, you're on your own boo you made your own choices I'm the reason why we don't do javelin at my high school anymore. Somebody else. Well, that shouldn't be a contact sport. I nearly stabbed our um, PE teacher in the thigh, (laughs) in the calf. That's right. Well, who gives dance? Who gives dance teachers sharp weapons like dancers? It's like somebody in our school javelin hit the teacher's foot right into the toe, like lawn darts. Yeah, like <laughs> it's like a survival of the fittest thing but that is so this is why you don't play sport kids like <laughs> that's not okay like it's fucking not okay <laughs> shit like happens but i there was a report today on the news funny thing so everyone's all about doing physical activity They're like yes get up do physical activity the worst thing you can do is sit uh, there was a report today that say if every anything is better for you than sitting even sleeping. So instead of sitting down, you should have a nap. It's better for your heart. I'm like, weird. So what we're Very doing well. right now is harmful to ourselves. Yeah, harmful to ourselves and others, but that's the whole premise of the show, isn't it? We are, we are a harmful group of people. So wait, harmful, harmful, so harmful. if sitting is better, so can you just like lay down and watch TV? Is that okay? I think, but I think it's going into the REM cycle. It rests your heart. I think that's right. the idea. So if you're doing physical activity, you're moving your blood around, but if you're sleeping, you're resting, you're in a rest period, so it's rejuvenative. Jeff is ready Ooh, for a nap. Yes. Mm. Yeah, everyone's like, all this talk about moving around is making me tired. <laughs> Jeff's exhausted. First we're talking about sport, then we're I talking am, about moving look, around. I've been slinging a lot of salami. I thought it was Luke this week. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's right. I am exhausted as well. Like tired, tired. I've actually got skin off my knees. <laughs> from his dance. I, I, Not I from the that, usual activity. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that normal for you? He's bleeding no. for his heart, aren't you? You're bleeding for yeah. your heart, aren't you, Bob? Yeah. I am. And a head nurse. Oh god. <laughs> hey, <laughs> classic comedy. But look, Walks talking about people right. who are into it. Where's the next pandemic when you need one, Talking, right? <laughs> <laughs> talking about people who have been ultra uh, busier than they usually have, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, after 700 years, the SAG AFRA strike is finally yeah. over. Put down those picket boards and get back to waiting tables, ladies and gentlemen, because <laughs> TV <laughs> and movies can come back. It's a tentative agreement. The membership yeah, gets look, voted in. Look, I think that everyone's been out of out of work long enough. They're like, my 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 you know my job waiting tables is Union. not good, as good as Union. doing like a guest spot. Union, Union. But look, that's good. But this is put back so much stuff. Um, I don't. These kids in Stranger Things are going to be retired by like, like 
You're supposed to be in high school. They're supposed to be in high school. Half of them are going to be like 26 by the time the season finishes. It's going to be like Stranger like, Things, the nursing home. <laughs> oh, you know who it's going to be like? <laughs> it's going to be like Andrea Zuckerman. Yeah. It's going to be like 90210 all over again. So we're like, hello, my name's Gabrielle Cartieres. I'm 40, playing a 16-year-old. Let's go. Uh, you Stop her. Like... She didn't look as bad as Luke Perry. Uh, he's David dead. Yost was like thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like David too. You could tell. Well, David's. This is what happens when they they cast these ones in, as a teen when they're in their late twenties. They might still be baby faced during the whole casting thing, but they get old real quick. Like uh, David Boreanaz was a good example. Baby faced for the first season of Buffy. After that, it's like that a man Maury. Like, yeah. <laughs> and he got yeah. he got real small, so he's like. I mean, yeah, like buff and stuff. Wasn't Ralph Macchio like the oldest cast member in The Outsiders, and he was supposed to play the youngest character? Right, yeah, I think he was. Really. I think he was one of the older ones. He always he he always looked little, like compared to everyone else. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah. I just love the and, and people are saying the same thing. There's that new Mean Girls musical, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> everyone in that's like thirty something, and <laughs> they're playing high school. It's like. That's a that's a rough high school. <laughs> what school district is that? <laughs> they need to talk. They need to talk to their union representative and go. Um, our, our students are being held back far too long. They're getting their um, they're getting their unemployment benefits when they graduate. But that's okay. Um, do you want to feel old? Security. Yeah. Do you want to feel like real old? No. Well, we're going to because it's the point of this show that we are old. And it's, it's like it's just happening. Is it's it? constantly happening. Half yeah. of us are older. Every now. other day we get older, <laughs> Jeffrey. The Simpsons has been going for like thirty-three years. No, thirty-five. And thirty-five years. That's right. Sorry. And breaking news: Homer will no longer strangle Bart. Homer <laughs> has not Homer. strangled Bart since the. 31st season, so it's already not happened for four years. He just but, acknowledged know, is... it. Yeah. He said something yeah. and it's made people angry. They're like, oh, why won't you strangle him anymore? Political correctness is like... <laughs> why won't you strangle him? We really missed it. We didn't notice it until he just said it, that's all. Like, <laughs> exactly, but... You know, there's, 30, there's 31 years of, of the kid getting strangled you can look back on. <laughs> like, yeah. If you're that hard up for like spousal violence, go watch the Honeymooners. Like, pow! Right to the moon. I keep getting strangled. Well, that was child abuse. Thirty years. Child abuse. Whatever. Well, I like my beers like I like my violence. Domestic. Hey, oh. <laughs> Tim's coming through with the. Tim's coming through wow. with the comedy today. Dad jokes. Wow. Do you? All right, but do you think? Jeff, you know, look, you've t- Jeff, you've, you've Jeff, got a new stand-up comedian at your next show. Cancel any <laughs> other guest. Oh man, I did. I did stand up like twenty years ago in the city. Uh, I don't know if I can ever do it again. Well, well, now get ready, we'll make sure that you have get to. ready because maybe, maybe late December, early January, you might be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put on a benefit. It's called I have no money. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, cartoon violence, especially something as well. I don't know proliferated as The Simpsons. Uh, does it matter? 
As no, Luke said, but... you can go back and watch 35 you can watch 35 years of the kid getting strangled, but we're not doing it anymore. Well, the Simpsons. We watched the freaking coyote try to drop the anvil. That's it. I was just thinking the same thing. Just thinking the same thing. Yeah. Can you see any of that anymore, though? Or do they? Yeah. Edit all that. Yeah, no, they. No, they have. You can still watch like the old Warner Brothers uh, cartoons and stuff. That's one of my favorite shows on TV. I know. I love a Looney. The Simpsons was in a position where they got attacked for. A lot of Everything. stuff, like um, <laughs> political correctness was really coming for them where there was like, well, there was the situation with Apu. There yeah. was, um, you know, just a silent recasting then of certain like minor characters Char- like Carl and stuff like that. Yeah, um, people have come So they were, they were really under the pump. So I guess this is just moving that direction. They they don't want the, the flack, whereas South Park's like, complete middle finger to everyone and they're going to spoof now like the snow white remake and <laughs> and um and they just did a multiverse what? where everyone in the and other all world was like played by by black women <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah they can't to meet South his Park's multiverse yeah that <laughs> Park does not care they're just like whatever no, they and apparently um what's the name the one that's playing um oh Snow White right now. What's her name the, in the remake? Rachel Ziegler. Rachel Ziegler. Ziegler. She's apparently already said that, um, like, wants to sue if whatever the parody is of her. So it could be no. interesting, oh the fallout from it all. She should I just... Think, but honey, yeah. honey, how many people have they made fun of on that show and they can't sue them? So in good the, luck to in you. But <laughs> in this day and age, when you put yourself forward as an actor... You've got to expect parody. Like that's what comedy is these days, and Have always has really been. Made it if until someone said a parody of you. or fucking South Park haven't made like Gone After You or The Simpsons, right? right? Like, isn't that kind of like a rite of passage? Shouldn't you be fucking honored that yeah, you've made it? You have made right. it. You're a new they're asshole? more than welcome to make fun of us. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. We love it. We would love it. We would love, 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 love. Right. Like, yeah. Luke could be, uh, oh, God, I can't even say I reckon I'd be like Butters, wouldn't I? Would I be a Butters? Probably. <laughs> you would be <laughs> like, Dad? what was it? Who was the one's mom who was the big whore? Kyle. Cartman's. <laughs> oh, no, Cartman's mom. No, Cartman's mom's a whore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's Vera. Vera is Kyle's mom. <laughs> you you Vera like is Sheila Broslowski. Vera is Sheila Broslowski. What? 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 Uh, you know, speaking of Cartman, the kids were losing their shit because there was like somebody dressed up in a blow up costume that was Cartman and they. Yeah didn't know who it was, but they just thought it was the coolest costume. And I was like, it's Cartman. And they're like, he's Cartman. Yeah. They, yeah, they thought it was like some like, uh, what the hell did they call it? Five Nights at Freddy's something or other for sure. I don't like, know. Yeah, something, some bullshit. But Brian Block. Like, Cartman. And I'm like, you know what? I'm like, you better not know who the hell that is. Yeah, <laughs> you better. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but a kid came to Halloween dressed as Cartman? 
I don't know who the hell was in the costume. You know what I mean? Like we were just. It's like, like one of those inflatable ones. You can't even see who like, they are. Running by me. I mean, the motherfucking costume was as tall as I am. You know what I mean? It was huge. Yeah, it'd like, be huge shit. too. I'm like, it's a big ass Cartman. You know what I mean? That like, is, that is a big costume, y'all. That is a big costume. Yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Times change, but you know, misogyny is forever. Bring, God, I'm sorry. God, yeah. I'm so I'm sorry, Vera. We have to talk about her. Because she's in the news. Timberland, uh, music producer slash, you know, sometimes artist. Timberland is in the news this week uh, after calls made in public for Justin Timberlake to muzzle Britney Spears because she's speaking for attention. Now, not to be too rude, Timberland is also the man who, not that long ago, admitted he was sexually obsessed with a pre-adult Aaliyah. So I don't know whether your opinions on females really cross the line here, brother. Like, that's icky. Like, that's icky. I'm not like, oh, hello. (laughs) Hello. (laughs) But, yeah, first of all. What, what, what? First of all, if anyone has heard if anyone has heard Justin Timberlake and Timberland's latest song, oh, I didn't know they had a song. Well, they do because they're trying to bring back the two thousands and you know rehabilitate Justin's image before the book came out. It's out right now. Right. Oh, it's been out for ages. It's called Good Times, and it's a musical abortion. I can't believe oh. Nelly, Nelly Furtado went anywhere near it. I'm just like, oh, oh. was that one with Nelly Furtado? Yeah. Yeah, they're trying to be like, um, remember when we were hip in the early 2000s? Well, now we're old and out of touch. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's sad. But, um, yeah, Vera, are you I a little bit... I definitely have some feelings on this. How, how do you feel about him? I, <laughs> I don't disagree that she wrote that for attention. I don't disagree that uh, she's speaking out now because she wants this book deal. I do, however, feel that anybody calling her out for speaking her truth is misogyny and you know i've said it many times the whole free britney movement was the conservatorship was misogyny i do think this girl this woman has been a victim of misogyny for her entire life and i think it's still coming for her the thing is the only reason he's commenting at all is because he's coming after his coming after his i have to do it because this is his brother Justin Timberlake, who's now apparently black, he says. He goes, "Oh, the white folk need to deal with the fact that we've taken Justin Timberlake." Let's be real. Is it the concern more? Is it the concern more this might impact the sales of his of their new song? Well, no. The the song's been out for months and months and months. Okay, so it's already failed. Okay, so this might get them some more attention. Yeah, exactly. The only reason he's talking about it is to piggyback off the attention. The concept that anybody should muzzle another person. Yeah. Is, is just Especially when she's talking about decades of trauma. Right. Like, yeah, don't talk about that. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Anyone. But especially if you're a woman, don't you talk about it. You know, there's a lot of people in this country who I don't like the shit coming out of their mouths. But we have the First Amendment in this country, and I will defend with my life your right to say it. <laughs> Here we go. Yes. 
she declined an Oprah interview and other interviews to promote the book. So Britney isn't, I think there's this, there's this vibe that she's after attention. The one thing that Britney Spears has never needed is attention no, because it right. follows her where she could fart in a glass jar and people would be like, oh, amazing, Britney Spears. So I think that, like, just because they don't like what she's saying, it's like, deal yeah. with it. And this whole, in, have you noticed that the in sync like, reunion talk is now, <laughs> Hello? <laughs> where, 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 where is that happening? And he's so he's really off social media now. Part of it. He was never. This is he all made a big, a big, big, big rehabilitation big for. Yeah, big mislead for because they knew this was coming. This, <laughs> this yeah, I this was co- exactly. I think I think it will force him to do it. So. I it. To try and you know, like, get some kind of public goodwill. He's he's, he's off social media. He's blocked out all comments and all that kind of stuff. It's like, well, you know, oh, he's going to drop a new remix of Crimea River. No, he should. He should. Britney <laughs> should. If she was, if she wanted to be real cunty about it, she should do a cover of "What Goes Around, Goes Around, Goes Around, Comes All the Way Back Around." Doesn't uh, like the That would be or good. Something? Remember, remember back in the day when people used to do diss tracks. Come on, Eminem. <laughs> Fuck what Eminem. I said. Eminem don't mean you now. Yeah, Frankie, you right back. Like it's good times. I love a diss track. Oh. Carly <laughs> Simon, you're so vain. Like that's <laughs> ultimate diss track. Fleetwood half a Fleetwood Max catalog diss track oh, while you're playing while, while you're playing it on stage with your ex husband. You're like, yeah, that's yeah. right. Fucking sing that song, you motherfucker. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> this, I think I think that this, that audio should be played over this next picture. Have you all heard the news about Hugh? No. So Hugh Jackman has a biography coming out where he's going to tell the truth on his life. Well, mm. most of the truth, anyway, because he apparently is trying to make his ex-wife, or soon to be ex-wife, Deborah Lee Finesse, sign an NDA about the entirety of their dating life and marriage for the sum of a possible $100 million. Let me what tell has you how Hugh, fast. What has Hugh, Hugh Jackman done? <laughs> what has Hugh Jackman done to what, need what, to pay someone $100 million <laughs> For well, an NDA. Wasn't, wasn't he like a teenager when they met and she was like in yeah. her late 20s? Yeah. She's the professional yeah. beard. She's like, she's like a long-term I, beard. I was going to say, I bet you there, uh, there was probably a homosexual past that she's aware of or, or part of that, she, that he's, uh, well doesn't want out there. For, hold on, wait for it. Where is it? We haven't had to do this for a long time. No. Allegedly. Um, <laughs> there is a, a, a homosexual, a homosexual past. Every time comment that pops up. <laughs> <laughs> we used to just leave it there for the whole show. <laughs> but yeah, a past present future that he is, um, he is trying to hide. But is that the like? There's got to be something juicy. Well, you know, yeah, it's like it's 2023, people. Why is this so scandalous? Why Wolverine could be gay? Who cares? Why does he think right. he has to hide anything? But does he, or is this just whatever else he's running with? Maybe he just wants his privacy. Maybe he's not gay. 
Well, I don't know how you could want your privacy and then, <laughs> come and then write a tell-all book or, or you know, yeah. like a, a I memoir. want my privacy on my own terms. Yeah. My, own, yeah. Okay. my own edited version. <laughs> yeah. My own edited version of my own Oh, privacy. come on. Are we really making fun of people saying they want privacy and then releasing a book? We just finished talking about the other one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's not private. The the I, the point of her thing is that she's exposing the stuff that happened behind the scenes, which no one would let her talk about. This is well. Now maybe want, he doesn't Hugh want is to exposing talk about. his behind the scenes. Yeah, but he's she, exposing his behind a lot. I'm sure. And, it, and her book was also different in the sense of she told her version of the truth. Right? She talked yes. a lot about what everybody else did. She. I mean, she brought up some things she did, but for the most part, it was about everybody else, right? She didn't really take a lot of ownership of her shit. And some of it did do her. It's still manifesting today when no, in the mirror. Apparently, apparently, there's a re release book coming. Oh, gosh. Didn't really do her a lot of favors, in my opinion. Like, it was an interesting read, but Topped it. up the bank account. It, um, I don't know, man. That was just yeah. It, I, I agree. For for a tell all, it was really it was, just, and the ending was just my side. Yeah, the, the ending. She's still married. It's like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. like okay. why well, was not gone in? And ed- I don't know. It was just I, I didn't think that she really took any kind of um, responsibility, responsibility for certain things. I agree. yeah, for any, I totally agree. You know what I mean? I was young. I didn't know any better. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. Well, at some point, you had to know that these guys were not good. You had to know this. You had to know something. Like, how can you claim ignorance about everything? You are literally outperforming for millions and millions of people. Like, it really made her sound like, to me, what I kind of took from that was, and it was kind of almost how I felt in drag, right? I it wasn't my thing, but Frank could do the makeup. He could put me in the outfit, and he could go out and tell me what to do, and I could do it, right? But if I had to go do all that on my own, it would be a fucking mess, right? So I felt like that's kind of what I got from that book about her. The only time she could actually do something with her career is if somebody. Put it all together for her. Was in control. Her so it was also, someone else. Somebody else control. had to do it all for her. Like she could not handle anything. Which like a conservatorship. She needed not not that per se, but <laughs> right, manager. Like, she needed she a manager. Needed, she needed someone. She, that she was need, right. She her needed a interest. management team. Right. She needed uh, a visual um, <clears throat> department to say like, okay, this is the war. You know what I mean? She said she didn't pick out her own fucking clothes. You know, yeah. like to, somebody to do her makeup, to do all those things because she didn't know how. But at what point do you take responsibility? I, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, look, I think, but that's, and again, that's a that's a childhood who would, I don't think ever want to go back to. <laughs> it's like, okay, right here. And we didn't talk a single thing about the book that we started talking about, did we? Hugh Jackman, you get it. Went straight back to Britney. It's not, but it's not, it's not out. The thing with Hugh Jackman's part, it's not out yet. We so is Hugh Jackman not out, or is his book not out? His <laughs> book, he and his book are not out. Neither <laughs> fucking shouter. 
Hugh and his book remain firmly unpublished at the moment. They are they are on the writer's desk. I'm sure there might be a ghostwriter or something going on. <laughs> but yeah, look, it'll do. be interesting. Do you think Britney uh, Brit didn't put their book out without a ghostwriter? As if, as oh, she, she had one, and that ghostwriter should be fired. Not, not a good, yeah, not a good ghostwriter. Michelle, I don't think she did much for that book at all because she didn't even or read she, it. She wouldn't even know oh, what she was She wrote the original in crayon, so I don't think it yeah, was Michelle uh, Williams deserves an Oscar for her. I reckon maybe Michelle Williams can get a Grammy for her reading of the book. Uh, they hear she did a great Justin. <laughs> she was great. I love Michelle Williams. She, she was she was great Justin. She was great. Flushies, flushies, Jenny White. It's like, no, oh. You know the book that was uh, Matthew Perry's autobiography, him reading that, that was a fucking Oh, no, I'll see, I'll see you that one and raise you Viola Davis. Oh. Viola Davis did her own book, though. Right? Viola <laughs> Davis's was dramatic. I'm going to like, oh, Viola girl. Next. I'm gonna get. She's that. great. That book's amazing. Oh, yes, that was on my list. list. She could that also fart in a glass jar, and I'd be amazed. What? Yeah, but I mean, I, I, I mean, I love to read it, but like when he died, I wanted Where, to hear him. Yeah, read I have his... that thing too. I, I sometimes want to hear people if they write on it. I want to hear them. Yeah, say yeah, yeah. It. Because you know, like when I read <laughs> Kathy Griffin's book. That was written so well, like as Kathy hear, in her voice. Yeah, I could hear like her. Chelsea Handler writes in her voice. Like, yeah, like you, you can tell they write them. Book. You know what I mean? But with him, because he just died, like I wanted to hear him. Could I be any more yeah. dead? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so it wasn't because I don't, I don't really, I can't really listen to a book. I, I can't do. It. I, I'd like to read it. I need to read it. Uh, oh, really? But that's like that's a little different. Days. I can't. I have a hard I time with it. I get. I start thinking about like, oh, I should get this <laughs> for dinner. Oh, look at that! I should go. There's Welcome to Old book People book Corner, there. where we're talking about audiobooks now. This show, listen. I had to sit through fucking ten minutes of hockey shit and watch the counter go down. Fuck off, I, okay? I thought Tim would love. I look. That was Tim, this, that was for Tim this week. I was like, hey, I've been, on, I've been coming on for a couple of months. I've gotten one hockey bit. Like yeah. <laughs> Christ, we're talking, we're talking sports for Tim. Yeah, and at least his story talk. had someone get their throat slit. Yeah, yeah right. where were you? <laughs> that part was interesting. That part was fun. I like, yeah. Um, Shania Twain's bus crashed in Saskatchewan. What? Uh, Who's that? Shania Twain's tour bus. <gasps> Who is that? Oh, she was, Christ! She was, in the that's picture? Shania Twain. That's Shania Twain. No, the fuck <laughs> it's not. Yes, it that's is. That's a lot of filler. With, that's a lot of that filler with a bit of Shania Twain. Twain. <laughs> that is Shania Twain, Jeffrey. Fuck off. When have you seen Shania Twain recently? Uh, that's what she looks like. When we, when we talked about her a couple of weeks, uh, months back, right? Something yeah, with her yeah, character yeah. and her album and yeah, all that. Yeah, people walking out. Look at Tim. I like Tim. Has still has encyclopedic knowledge of the shows he's been on. Everyone else is like, ah. <laughs> What, what was the last article? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I was asleep. I painted eyes 13... on the outside of my eyelids. <laughs> 13 <laughs> members of her crew were on the bus and have been treated and are still in hospital. What is it with country music stars and horrible, horrible things happening to their tour entourages? Uh, Gloria Estevez had a country music star and she had a horrible. Oh, yeah. Horrible Gloria. Gloria. Mm. Gloria. So Shania wasn't Gloria. even on the bus. 
Right. You reckon Shania Twain is getting on a tour bus? Yeah, she'd be private. She'd be private jet. She'd be private jet. Shania Twain wrote all her own her own songs, so she's private jet that shit. Oh the way home. She's going. (laughs) She's going. And this one's just for Jeffrey and I, just because our girl Erica Jane, Queen of Ozempic, is getting her own mini series next year based on her uh, Las Vegas residency show, Better All I'm Blonde. My close personal friend, Erica Jane. But I keep forgetting to put my photo. <laughs> I keep forgetting to put the photo up so I can go, my close personal friend, Erica Jane, and put the photo of us together. She's lovely. I don't care what anyone says about her. She's lovely. And well, you're the only one who's saying anything about her. What? You're the only one saying anything about her. No, we covered we covered Tom Girardi many times, stealing money from plane crash victims. Naughty, naughty man! They were but being we, greedy. Who yeah, is she? And she's used that she's money a real to make girl. Uh, dreadful. Listen, these two bitches. I swore all these years since that show came, I would never watch one of those fucking trash bag shows. Never, never, never. Fucking a few months with these assholes. The next thing I know, I'm fucking ten <laughs> seasons deep into this ass, this shit. It was like crack. I'm it's like, like crack. Dude. Once you start, you're like, this is crack. This is crack. Okay. Uh huh. Oh god, like, it was bad. That's great. Yeah, this, this season. Serve, this is starting to serve. This season, I think it's going to be good. I can't wait until the new girl comes in and she's going to yell at people. And then Denise is back and Camille's back and oh. It's all going to happen. But anyway, enough about that. Time for a very quick. I just always hear the Muppets. And ironically, (laughs) the view from here is based on a segment from The View this week. So, um, Whoopi Goldberg, lover or hater, (laughs) she seems to be a very polarizing character these days, um, has labelled millennials... Lazy. It says every generation that comes and wants to do better than their parents did. But I'm sorry if you only want to work four hours, it's going to be harder for you to get a house. I feel for everybody that feels this, but I am sorry. We busted our behinds. We had to bust our behinds because we didn't have the option of going back. We had all kinds of stuff. So she's taking shots at the millennial culture, saying that. Um, yeah, she's are, gonna get a we are lazy. Back, I'm sure we are lazy, and that you know the baby boomer generation, which she's part of, you know. Ooh. Look, I always think Whoopi means well, but she gets things wrong sometimes. Oh, let's, and let's stop right now. She is very wrong. It's not <laughs> is she? The oh god, yes. Do you understand why millennials can't buy a house? It has nothing to do with the money that they're making. It has to do with the predatory lending system in this country, the capitalistic model that's keeping them down. It's like you can't, you know, minimum wage has not raised in 20 years, but the median cost of a house has tripled. I bought this house in 1991 for $80,000. I couldn't buy half this house for two hundred thousand dollars now. And yeah. oh, you guys, you guys have it so. Like Luke and I freaked out when we saw the house prices, like in Auburn. It was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? 
Well, there is nowhere is in Australia. Market. We are rural. Yeah. We are we are a depressed market. There is nowhere and in Australia that you could get a house. I could not for these prices. Replace my house for eighty thousand dollars. No. no, I, I mean, I, to, to piggyback off of that, I I just saw a um, a video like a financial video, and he was comparing prices from today to uh, nineteen eighty. Uh, or 1983, he did like a 40 year comparison, right? So, um, and he was saying that you know in '83, like the median household income, uh, you know, two income home was like uh, twenty thousand dollars, something like that, and the average home cost seven thousand dollars. And like now, you know, like the the housing market has outgrown itself by six hundred percent, whereas the income has only grown by like three times. So like. And that's not including, you know, paying back education, paying back, you know, other bills, childcare, all that stuff. They're like, it's almost impossible for the guy said at the end of the video, because I have no idea how people are surviving right now, just on the housing market alone. Because I don't know how you can afford to live anywhere with the price of houses. Yeah, it's insane. And anyone with a home loan, especially Australia, is feeling it. Like, the rates keep going higher, 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 higher. You're doomed to live in your parents' basement for the rest of your fucking life. Why work any more than four hours a day? Yeah, right. That's all I've got to say. Look, I'm not going to disagree with Whoopi. Um, I am that age group, and I don't want to work more than four hours a day. Because I, I have – but I have four jobs. You know what I mean? I have four jobs to be able to afford a lifestyle that I want to keep myself in. Yes, I don't have my own home either. Because I, I would never think... be able to afford it. When she says millennials, I, I don't really think that that includes – like because weren't we weren't originally millennials, right? We're like, elder millennials. Yeah, but we weren't originally millennials, weren't we? Like Generation X, and then we no. got changed later. Like no. I don't. I, I think millennials are the people after us, like the next generation. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Yeah, I don't. And I, I don't consider like, myself a millennial, and no, I know that technically I'm in that age range, but I, I think it's the next because uh, look at I'm you dealing with all building. these kids. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm they're all entitled. <laughs> They literally cannot handle working because their emotions are too strong, and it's, yep. they're too sensitive, and they just—they're stressed no, out. She isn't. Look, she and, isn't. And they wrong. need forty-hour paychecks, but they can only work four hours two days a week. And they this don't is, understand she's not why incorrect. Their checks are not for uh, for forty hours. She's not like, especially after COVID, post COVID. Um, I have gone back into retail, <laughs> but we've been looking for people, and people don't want the work. We had oh, no. over we had over sixty applicants for the job that I'm at now to, to hire some for Christmas. Sixty, 60 applicants online that we sent an email out to say, "Yeah, sure, come into the store. We'll give you an interview." One person out of sixty. That bothered to go. Oh, I have to go to the store. Oh, radio. Oh, see, yeah. I've been lucky. Every person we've had for an interview has come in, and it's always been very difficult to pick somebody. But then getting people to actually work. <laughs> yeah, the reality of the situation is different. They just want to stand around and play on their phone and get paid to do nothing. No. That's <laughs> but as yeah, as I said, I feel like I I can I can relate to both because I 
Look, I, I do. In, my, in the job that I have, I don't but really want to work more than four hours, but I, I am working for other jobs and this. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm not I saying that's not a problem, time. too, because that is a problem. Like, yeah. it can be both. And paying pe- Exactly. Be and both. paying people paying people to, you know, the amount of money that is appropriate to do the job and the hours that they're doing is a big thing as well. Like, for... Like especially retail, like retail and hospital or well, hospitality, there's like overtime. You just fucked. You just have to live there and deal with it. But like the minute that you work overtime, they're like log out, log out. We're not paying you for that. Log out. You're doing that of your own choice. Log out. I'm like, well, I'm done. <laughs> See yeah, ya. Yeah. I, <laughs> I my my years of going the extra mile for companies that you know. That don't do it for me back. I'm like, nope, I'm done. See ya. Gotta go. I had a, Enjoy that. supervisor who said that if you were not, if your shift was seven to three and you were not in place at 20 of seven, you were not capable of doing the job. And I said, well, I'll be in place at 20 of seven if you'll pay me from yep. 20 of seven. And she exactly. said, of course not. This is your professional <laughs> expectation. And then a, my professional expectation is I expect to get paid for every second the time that you're the, yeah exactly someone said that to someone said that to me the other day like oh they expect us here 15 minutes early i'm like no why no like mm. like i don't work that, in that i don't work in hospitality i'm not a nurse. old like, school no. way of thinking though because i was going through old handbooks and it was your shift is at five you're expected to be dressed ready Clocked or well, it wasn't clocked in though because you're not clocked clock in because that's being right. paid for. But you're supposed to be set up, ready, and on the front line ten minutes before your shift starts. But you're not supposed to clock in until. I'm, I'm okay. Like, I'm showing what? up early. If you want me there at ten of, that's fine. Pay me. But you will yeah. pay me from ten of. But then why not just schedule me at from ten two. of? Right. Exactly. Because that's then you have to be there twenty two. Yeah, exactly. But, but I, this is like, especially when I've had jobs that are further away from my house, I'm not waking up another half an hour early to get there 15 minutes early. You can suck a dick. Like, no way. That's not happening. Like, nope. that's what your managers get paid for. Your managers are on a salary to be there to like open the stores and do all that kind of stuff. I'm just a cog in the machine, baby. Like, I'm not there to go, oh, yes, I'm going to stay back and do this. I'm, so every time I'm working overtime, it's just clock and clock and clock. See, and now, well, so like just, just as the other side of that, like I was when I worked in the supermarket, I was a uh, I was a deli manager for ten years, right? So, and we had the same rule, like you had to be there ten minutes early, you know. So if again, if, you know, whatever time your shift started, ten minutes prior. And the reason for that for us, as far as we were concerned, was because if you show up at seven. Now it takes you five minutes to put on your butcher's coat. Oh, then you want to drink. Oh, but you want to use the bathroom before you start. Now you're not on the line to slice or help a customer until quarter after. And it's like, now I just paid you 15 minutes to fucking use the bathroom and fuck around the store for 15 minutes. And then you drag your ass over here. No, but take care of that shit in, for, in the 10 minutes before you fucking punch in, put your fucking clothes on, go buy your drink, go use the restroom. Then you'll be exactly. back at 7 o'clock, you punch in, and then you get on the fucking line and work. So that's why we ask you, because we know that that's the bullshit that's coming. So if that's why we ask you to be there 10 minutes early. I just shit before I go to work. I will coffee, I will put my coat away, and I will be work ready at 7. Exactly, but yeah, I, I feel you. I'm not up at 10 of 7. Right, but you're... But, 
but you're of our but you're of our generation that kind of weird like 78 to 88 you know where you know we we were that generation that dialed rotary phones when we were growing up but now we're proficient in cell phone usage right like we could program vcr but now we know how to stream things like we're that weird in between group that that jeff was talking about before where we we understand and we respect work ethic these kids that are coming in now don't get that and we have a yeah. computer. It's, so it's, it's <laughs> like, I mean, I know that they said it to you, but that's because the expectation has to be the same for everybody. And I can't single you out or can't single them out, uh, you know, because people's feelings get fucking hurt. Why are you saying it to that one? It's like, oh, because beer is fucking here and ready to go at seven o'clock. And I got to fucking wait for you for 15 fucking minutes. You know, so it's, and I think that's where like we get lumped in. Go. She's already six patients through her med pass and you're still getting yeah. your coffee. Right, right. And I just think that it's it's just, as I stuttered over my words, right? It's um, like, that's where we get lumped into that millennial. And that's where, that's where like, I almost take offense to it. Cause it's like, I'm not, I am not that, that group, you know, like I, I'm not, not that lazy. girl. Yeah, I, I am not that girl. So I'm well, not that girl. Well, you show up at 10 of seven so, you, so I can take report on my patients. That's a different thing. No, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Seven to get report. You need to pay me at ten of seven. If you want yeah. me to right. work, yeah. if you want me to provide a service for you, right? You pay. You pay me. And Bea, I, I know that you I'm and I both bathroom. worked in places where they've got expectations that you come for handover before you're paid. No, and um, I've, I've never they're stamping that out now here. They're they're stamping it out, but it was always a thing here as well. You know, no. Especially in times, kids. private organizations. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, no, there look. were plenty of supervisors. If you weren't here 20 minutes early, you were late. No, mm -hmm. if you're not paying me to be there at 20 of 7, don't expect me at 20 of 7. And we're not paying anyone, which is why we can afford to go over time. <laughs> but we would not end the show without the favorite segment. So here she is, ladies and gentlemen, Vera Vince. Any time now. Streamyard. <laughs> we must we must be paying Streamyard enough either. They refuse to work. <laughs> no, trust me, it came out. Um, this event is kind of harks back to Christina's question after my last rant about Palestine, and and she asked about how protesting here in the United States could ever affect change. And I would like to talk about that a little more detail than we got into on that night. Um, there was a, a quote from John F. Kennedy. Thank you, DZ, uh, that said, those who make peaceful revolution impossible make violent revolution inevitable. And um, what we're seeing now is revolution. We had peaceful revolution in the hot labor summer there was strikes. Strike is the ultimate form of peaceful protest. You know, um, the the change in the millennial vote. You know, the Gen Zs are voting out the uh, the old time boomers and trying to move forward, and and the Republicans are losing their mind because they don't understand what's going on because they're still calling people on the phone to ask them how they're going to vote, and everybody they get on the phone says we're voting Republican, whereas. Anybody with a cell phone's not answering an unknown number, you know, but that's a digression. I apologize for that. But she was curious as to why I thought 
peaceful protest worked. And I'm going to go back to the issue of Palestine, but I also want to tie it into the labor movement because every strike this summer has been successful. Not one union went back to the table without concessions from uh, the corporations. You know, the UAW won the biggest pay increase in 35 years. You know, SAG and WGA both won big concessions from the AMTPT or whatever that, union, that uh, association is. And protesters all over this world have affected change. Prior to this recent uh, outbreak of war in the Middle East, the United Nations and the majority of the world has st stood firmly with Israel. And I'm not saying we are anti-Israel, but I am saying for the first time ever, the protests are taking on that pro-Palestinian momentum. And yes, we're getting a daily humanitarian ceasefire, which is just like a genocide lunch break. Bullshit. But it's closer than it ever was. You know, there's still a big problem. Nobody's saying Hamas wasn't the culprit, but we are saying that 20 hours of shelling a day to people that are just trying to get out of their house is still ridiculous. We got a long way to go, but peaceful protest has worked a time and time again in the last six months. And we have lots of examples, including Palestine and every strike across this country and across the globe. So keep it up, kids. Union, power to the people. I hope that's fiery enough says. for DC. <laughs> fiery, 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 fiery stuff. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have come to the end of another week. Thank you for joining us at Uncensored Radio Live. If you don't already follow us, please make sure that you are doing so on the social means. We would love more, more on our YouTube. So please, if you could jump over to your YouTube, look up Uncensored Radio, smack the bell, lick a child. That sounds bad. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> Do something. Don't follow us like on Facebook. Me. Yeah, follow us on Facebook. Do we still? We no, no one really twitters anymore. It's over. It's X. We need to fix uh, yeah. that. We're X. Done We're done with the Xing. We're done. We're, we've Xed ourselves right out of existence because you know we refuse, Elon. We refuse to play that game with you. And it's a peaceful just, protest, Elon. We're it's not. It's a peaceful protest. People just aren't <laughs> interested anymore. <laughs> Who's yelling? Oh god. Sorry. Well, what's in the girls and her yell, yeah. Sorry. Sorry about that. Him. Ladies and gentlemen, um, so we might just stay tuned to see what happens at Tim's house. Until <laughs> 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 next week. Who fucking dropped this on the floor? <laughs> All right, guys. We'll you see you next
Bye. Bye. <laughs> Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.